So did you get the shoe sponsor? No, I didn't get shit. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wooden Your Ear Podcast. You're sitting with me, Gordy, again, and I got some great news for you. We did everything we could, and all that was was just a quick message, but we got him. We got the legend. Austin Burns here, going to talk about his little, I don't know what you'd call it, I guess it's basically a pro career. To me around here, like we talked about my pro career and that was just me being a jackass acting like it, but you actually went out and did something. No, I just went out and something just happened. That's the way I look at it. Well, I mean, it's it's so crazy because you hear everybody talk about, oh, I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna make something happen, and I mean, look at where everybody's at. I'm still sitting here talking shit, and I don't skateboard, but once every other month, you actually went out, went down to Florida. From what I hear, I don't know if it's hearsay, but you're basically, to quote Spencer, you're the legend, according to all the skate park of Tampa guys. I don't know, man. It just it just kind of happened that way. Life's weird, you know. I'm just in the seat, and this is the journey that I'm on, and I was just at the right place at the right time. That's the way I see it. Well, I mean, like, and this is just me thinking because I just out of nowhere heard like, oh yeah, Austin's down in Florida. He's working at a skate park at Tampa. To me, it was like, oh, I didn't straight like, I I I was really envious because at the same time, it's like that fucker. Like he he's out there doing it here. Here I'm chained down. I can't leave. I got a house. I just can't pack up and move. Like not to take away from. I love everything. I wouldn't right. trade it. But it like that was a real thought for me. It's like you know what? Fuck him. I wish I could do. That. <laughs> but again, not to take away. But like, what made you decide to do that? It was just this like yearning in my soul. It was you know more like a path of self discovery. It was was what I, I felt like I was on. You know, there's just something speaking to me, and it was like, you have to go, and you have this opportunity to go down to Florida and live on this dude's couch for a couple weeks, and he's going to get you a job in the trades where he works. And I get down there, and it's like second day. He's like, yo, we're going to go to Spot. And I'm like, what the fuck, Spot? Like, I didn't even know what Spot was. He's like, Skate Park of Tampa. I'm like, oh, I've heard of that place. So we get there, skate for about an hour, and after about an hour of skating, he's like, yo, you want to go smoke one? I'm like, sure. I'm going to go take a piss, though. So I take a piss, come outside. He's talking to this dude, and they're the host to me. I didn't know what they are talking about at the time, but I figured it out. They're talking about how um, the maintenance position just had opened up, and this dude, he's sitting there, and he's like, yeah, do you want to come work here? And he's like talking to to my sponsor, Dustin. And he's like, no, I don't want to work here, but this kid right here is a union carpenter and he could do it for you. And he's like, oh, no shit. And he's like, yeah, this is a kid that at uh, Damn Am Chicago blunt fakied the wall. And he's like, oh, you mean the legend. And I'm just like, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? I mean, uh, the fucking legendary blunt fakie that, I mean, like, I'm, I don't know if you heard our little, like, thing on you but that blunt fake he got around <laughs> but is this dustin from jet black right yeah okay but that's so were you talking to fuck i can't remember his name schaefer brian schaefer no i had no idea who the guy was 
This is just like, oh, yeah, some guy wants to give me a job working for the skate park. <laughs> it was just kind of like, you know, here's this business owner, and then along comes this person with skills, and we have this opening, and I was just the person to fulfill that opening. Oh, it's kind of like the perfect fit for you. I mean... It, it, it really was. It really is. But, like, you know, he offered me, like, starting out at $20 an hour. And I, I went down there for, like, a very different meaning. Like, I wasn't down there to make money. I was going to stay true to myself no matter what. He was like, well, I could start you out at 20 And I was like, I was like, I'm not even in the fucking mood to work, man. Like, honestly. And he's like, well, 15 I was like, nah, dude. And he's like, 12 I was like, okay, sure. He's like, you know, Sarasota is kind of far from Tampa. Do you want to live here at the park too? And I'm just like, what? I like looked up at God and everything. I'm like, where the fuck did this come from? But really, <laughs> I went down there to find myself and skateboarding found me. That's like the fucking dream growing up. It's like, I want to I wanna grow up. I just want to live in a skate park, meet all the pro skateboarders, which from what I understood, and I would imagine being at skate park in Tampa, you kind of got to see everybody, right? Yeah, on specific days, really, but not, like, all the time every day. It's usually just, like, the how any kind of skate park is. It's it's Florida. I mean, it's hot and everything, but, you know, most of those pro skaters are out there in California. There's not really that many out in Florida or anything. I think they're all at, like, a different level out there in California, but in Florida, they're definitely really good. They all have, like, a way more unique kind of style than they do up here. They all have, like, a flow to them which is something you don't really see too much of in the Midwest because, you know, we can't skate year-round like some people. No, we pretty much, and it drives me crazy, like, even earlier today sitting with everybody. And I talk shit, but I do the same goddamn thing, where you'll go to, like, the park where we're sitting here, and you see everybody standing in a corner. They go, like, ride straight, and it's, <laughs> ride the whole goddamn place. Yeah. Like, just... If you have to go around in a circle and hit everything, that's fine. But actually, like, ride your skateboard, not do tricks. Yeah. Makes but. perfect sense to me. That's one thing that they have down there in Florida that they don't have here, which is some design element that I've tried to incorporate here with what was already available to me. Oh, yeah. As far as skateboarding's concerned, you coming back, you've basically been doing God's work. For everybody listening... Austin here, we got our local skate park just outside of Chicago in Michigan City. It's a fucking rad skate park as it is. It's the best damn skate park in northwest Indiana. But honestly, you've made it better by pretty much... I mean, I don't know if anybody helped you, but as far as I'm concerned, you single-handedly fucking moved everything around and made it that much better. This place is five times better than what it used to be everything has a place and a meaning it's a park now where i go into and it doesn't feel like just some desk jockey threw design together that knew nothing about flow or design yeah like or, hey we got some money to blow P- kids are fucking skateboarding everywhere business owners are bitching let's mm-hmm. let's throw something up to shut everybody up mm-hmm which, even if that was the case, I mean, that's a hell of a skate park for just, to, just right. to, like, shut everybody up. Right. I mean, really, if you look at it, Brian Schaefer and all that, he kind of, like, he's about one of the only mentors I really have in life. You know, he, he taught me a lot. He helped me find my center again. I was really far off my center before I left about a year ago. And within the last year, I think I've come back to, you know, reestablish, like, a familiarity within myself. 
and that's something I haven't had for at least six years. So I can only imagine where I, where it's possible for me to be within the next two to three years. Well, and I'm always, a, I guess, to pull away from the skateboarding, I'm always a firm believer of it's, it's totally fine to stay in your hometown and all that jazz, but you need to at least get away for a little bit, kind of mix everything up. Mm-hmm. Even if nothing changes, Yeah, at least, at least for a little bit, you got a different scenery to look at. Yeah, that's one of the design features I have in my life for myself, like getting a tiny house all together and, you know, having a little workshop in there with recording and all that kind of jazz and being able to just go around the country and be in good terms with all these companies that build skate parks and, you know, do the same kind of thing I do, which is being a carpenter. So, like, I, I really would love to get out there and learn how to finish concrete. I think that would be amazing. That's oh, one God, skill set I do not have. That's the one thing we're missing at this park. Mm-hmm. I think just going to every park and having some sort of charity within the next two years set up to where I take from your local area code, from all these contractors, anything that they have that's extra, and I use it to give every skate park like a couple objects per year well i know we only have like one listener besides myself so to you out there even though i'm already sitting here talking to (laughs) (laughs) i'd be more than willing to like let you effectively since you're the one listening come on and talk about do everything i can to help spread the word to get everything out there i guess to kind of derail this again you were talking about how they have flow down in Florida and we really don't here in the Midwest and how in California they're fucking crazy. I mean, growing up, I was big on the, after my whole love and dust and Dolan and I just want to be a cool kid phase. I was really big on like, hey, you know, California is great and everybody's fucking batshit crazy over there. And the Midwest is awesome because everybody can do their one trick and be done. But what really spoke to me was in particular, like the East Coast, like New York City skateboarding and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I don't know how similar Tampa is to that. I've never been there. But, well, I've never been either. It's just seeing people skate. And maybe it's just I watched the right video and they got the perfect fucking line on video. Mm-hmm. But it's like they're just riding skateboards. And that's all it is. It's, yeah, the tricks are fucking batshit crazy. But, and that's why, like, you move everything. It's now it's, you can just ride your skateboard. Yeah, you don't have to really. <laughs> put forth too much effort anymore and that's the way it should be it should have that ebb and flow in every park and it would be nice to have some sort of you know some sort of overseeing your group i i know joey brzezinski goes around right now and he he grades skate parks but if if there's a skate park that gets a very low grade i feel like there should almost be like this other this this i don't know what to call it yet like this is just something that just struck my brain in this moment uh there should be this other group that will come to the park with this low grade and it will like boost up the grade. It'll like give it this extra credit to bring it up to that next level. Yeah. Just kind of like fix the things that need fixing or sometimes all it is, is like, like you moving shit. Sometimes all it is, is they have all the perfect pieces. They're just in the turn just a little bit wrong. They're just not right. Like one of my favorite parks just outside of here is over in Valparaiso, even though they're taking away everything from it. You know, it. I've still never been to that park, and it's this close to me. It's because I'm fucking a spoiled little asshole. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I was always the same way growing up here until I moved out that way. I lived, like, fucking 
a block away from the park. So I'd go out there and you'd hear there'd be some rad fucking dudes who were there for the university. Mm-hmm. So they'd only be there when school's in session. But I go out there and everybody bitch about it because yeah, it was falling apart and it was all like waterlogged wood and whatnot. But well, who was doing anything? But the layout was so fucking rad. Like I never had more fun at a skate park. Still never. Is this still together? That last time I went there, they took out the eight foot. They took out my favorite thing, which is basically like the mini spine next to the fucking launch ramp that you got here, mm-hmm. except for it was a four, f- no, yeah, it was like a four or five foot mini spine, if you yeah. want to still call that a mini spine, next to like a seven, eight foot wall. Okay. Which is why I'm so fucking glad you did this, because you brought the thing that's gone from my life back. <laughs> and I didn't even know it. I've never even been there. Like, that's, that was the one thing. I came here like, oh, yeah, Austin moved the park around. It's going to be awesome. And then I saw that, and it's like, oh, my gosh. fucking God, it's happened. It, it, it ties the park together so much, dude. It's all I've ever wanted. We were talking about Christmas earlier. It's like, I didn't even ask for it. You knew what I needed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is my gift to give everybody this year. I got nobody anything. Well, you definitely can't say that. Well, I mean, I, I bought nothing for anybody. Yeah. Well, you, you put a shit ton of time, and you definitely like you built that little thing over there that we're yeah. talking about that no one can see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the fact is, is like Michigan City, Indiana Skate Park. If you've been there, you know it's rad. It's even fucking radder now. And if you've never been come out here you can actually go online and who was it was it alien workshop posted a video out here one of those bigger guys i don't know here's another weird thing that most people don't know about me i don't pay attention to shit thank you because i talked to spencer our other host Mm -hmm. and i even got on the description he's listed as our skate fanatic and i'm out of touch but like he'll talk about all this stuff like how do you have time to watch all this I just ride a skateboard, man, and build stuff. That's like, those are what I have to offer. I don't, I used to watch Battle of the Barracks like all the fucking time, and I just, as soon as I didn't have somebody shoving in front of my face, I just like lost touch. I'm like, oh, well, whatever. And that's why, like, not, I don't want to sound bad because he's doing an excellent job and he's doing a way better job than me, and that's why I don't want, like, I'm not trying to do the same show as him, but Chris Roberts Nine Club, he does an amazing job on talking to all these pro skateboarders on their new parts and all that jazz and mm-hmm. whatnot, but quite honestly to me, that's boring as all goddamn hell. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the parts are rad and whatnot. I have a hard time watching skateboarding anymore. Me too. At least, like, the videos and whatnot. I feel like skateboarding is at this really weird tipping point where it's about to evolve into, like, a more like a, a political atmosphere because you go on um, like Hulu and you got this show abandoned. It's got, it's got a uh, Rick McCrank as the host. Really? Yeah. And you know, he'll go to like all these abandoned shopping malls and stuff. And I'm just like, I'm like, man, I see like some correlation between that and my life for some reason, because we have this abandoned shopping mall pretty much in Michigan city it, for all intents and purposes it might as well be abandoned it might as well be (laughs) abandoned and i'm just like man why don't we just take all these shopping malls and just put all government in them so wait does he is this a skateboarding show or is this just like the next phase of his life and he's doing it's, it's he's a professional skateboarder but he travels around and he just shows like the things that we as humans have left behind, like urban topography that's just forgotten. 
Guys, someone's going to take him. But really, it's like an evolution of the next show. It's like it's like the, the prequel to what show should be after it. Yeah. He should be coming back. Fixing it up. Or and and showing something. like how after his show, people got a hold of this idea of like, here's this spot that we could just totally utilize again and just repurpose. Like there should be a sequel to that show. And it's like, here we come. We're coming back. And look at how they turn it around. This place is amazing now. This place is what it used to be way back in the day when it was a shopping mall. You know, we got the same energy back just by showing people that they forgot. Yeah, and actually, like, to kind of point back at you moving the park around, maybe it's because I haven't been out here in a while, but skateboarding around here seems to have died, at least in my eyes. I came out here, there's other fucking skateboarders that I've never seen in my life. Right. It's been so long since that's happened. You just got to get the energy flowing again, you know? It's just blocked energy. I believe this. Totally. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because, like, you kicked the ball and now it's in motion, or maybe I came here at the right place, but people are out skateboarding. Once again. And I can only imagine that, you know, if you just keep kicking the ball, things will get bigger and bigger and bigger. Like once I add these next couple ledges here, I, I plan within the next five years to have a fucking uh, a Chicago Am here. Since I know Schaefer and stuff, I think I could get a Chicago Am here. Well, that's actually I was waiting to for the right time to bring it up. So you, you kind of actually stole the thunder, which is good. <laughs> but what's to stop? I mean, I don't know how good you know everybody. Else. I imagine pretty well since you were down there for a year. But what's to stop? calling them up and say hey you know i want to throw this event what like is there any way you guys can help and i i probably sound like terrible to just like assume like call on this like be on the spot here like hey brian schaefer you gotta come down here or up here and throw something on but i mean what's stopping us from kicking that ball and getting it going (laughs) well we just gotta stack as much energy in this place as possible and show like how we turn it around, we have to, like, we all remember what it looked like before. We can go to YouTube and just search through that whole old dynasty. Yep. You got well, we just have to make it look like, wow, this place is amazing. You know, it's probably not going to happen until we get the double track going through with South Shore. Yeah. And all these kids from Chicago can be here within an hour. But at that same time, we're going to open a skate park here that's indoors. Oh yeah, it, you know, because we're we're, we're gonna take we're gonna take all those kids from Chicago. We're gonna start getting them to pay for a train to come over here in the winter time to skate. We're gonna be the supplier and the demander of this, and they're gonna come here in the the summertime even just for Michigan City Skate Park. Well, and the thing is, is it's already a big thing. It's just treated like it's this hidden gem. Because like I mentioned earlier, you had the Alien Workshop guys were out here. You got Alan and all those character guys who come out here all the time. I imagine all the Jet Black guys that you hang out with probably come out here quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm the one that has to go everywhere, I feel like. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to leave that in? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, like, there was the low-card guys here that I sat and talked with for a while. So people know this is here. Mm-hmm. And anytime I talk to somebody, they're always like, yeah, this is the best place I've ever been to. Because between this, you got the Horizon Banks, 
that are basically legendary, but for whatever reason, after the early 2000s, everybody forgot about them. Mm -hmm. I forget what fucking video it is, but it's like an old video from around that time. It's probably, for all I know, like Life Skateboards or somebody from Indiana. I, I remember they came here a few years ago, Some somebody or other. They came here. It was just a really shitty day outside, though. But they still manage to skate, which is just how strong we are as skaters. You know, we, we fucking go out there when it's fucking snowing. Midwest skaters are a way different breed than Western skateboarders. That's for sure. We have a lot more heart. Show maybe not as much spot. talent, maybe not as much talent, but we don't get to practice 12 months out of the year. We get maybe eight. Well, and that's like, I guess to get it kind of personal, but some of my fondest memories of skateboarding would be <laughs> in your, you already know, I already know, I already <laughs> but know. in your mom's fucking shop <laughs> in the middle of winter Yep. with like, God, what was that? Maybe 20 feet. Just 20 forwarded feet, back. 20 feet on our side. Well, like 15 feet, like side to side, and maybe like, I don't know, 25 feet. 16 by 25, something like that. And we manage, like, that's what, that's what you do Yeah. in the fucking Midwest. You either do that, or you come out and you shovel the goddamn spot. And it's usually too cold to want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, good freaking times, though. Oh my God. I like to think there are many more to come still. I, I like to think we're just right at this tipping point within our own lives to where things are just going to start to multiply. Well, and that's the thing. It's I really want to see this place turn around, and I want to do my part, and I know I've been really fucking lazy. Me too. Which is part of the reason why I started this podcast is because I want I, I want like to I fucking do you. something. I feel like I spurred you. Well, we were talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, and you were like, yeah, you know, you just... Who fucking cares? Do it. And it's like, you know what? He's, he's right. I'm already bitching about everything anyway. What's the difference between turning a microphone on and bitching? <laughs> <laughs> but like, like I was mentioning before, I remember skating around and you go to the Horizon Banks. Literally every fucking day, there'd be somebody Just there. Just somebody there. Whether you crazy. knew them or not, there was somebody at that spot. Yep. I've got a lot of work to put in there. I got to repair. Oh, yeah. I've already put some concrete down over there, but I got a lot more to do. I haven't been on my street skating much lately. I've just been trying to, I guess really I'm just bored of our spots. No, I totally understand that because I, I went through a... You were always a street skater. I never was. I was always the park rat. Well, I was really quick to be like, fuck you guys. The park's lame. I'm going to go do some cool shit. But really all it was was just me pushing around town. <laughs> but you know what? It was... It kind of fled into this whole thing where I had a ton of fun doing that. But, like, man, probably, like, three years ago now since I barely come out anyway. But I went out. I skated all these spots I hadn't skated in years. And it was a fucking blast. But it was also really fucking sad. Because it was part of me is, like, I'm out here by my by myself. And, I, like, I was talking about, you'd have all these memories of just going out and you'd, like, oh, I don't know you, but you're skating, let's skate together. Or you'd be mobbing it out in the streets. Mm -hmm. And here I am all by myself. Which, part of that's my problem for not ever telling everybody <laughs> that I'm skateboarding. So it's my fault. I have the fault. same problem, but I come here and, you know, there'll be people here and I just won't even talk to them. It's just, like, I'm, I'm so used to being by myself that I'm okay with it now. But that's part of my, uh, one of my bad qualities, I feel like. So how did that... How did that work down at Spot, then, since you basically went down there not knowing anybody? Just or is it just... happened in my favor. 
Fair enough. You know, I was there for four months, and I went down there because I felt like things up here were just, you know, evolving too easily for me. So I went down there just to, like, kind of press the reset button on my life, and then, lo and behold, I get down there, a fucking miracle happens. So I'm like, I couldn't even reach this point within myself to have, like, the deep breath and space that I needed. I was already being recognized for what I was, and it was, like, kind of like an existential crisis that I was going through. Like, I went down there, and for the first time in my life, I became open to doing mushrooms. And you know what? That right there in itself helped me, like, tremendously, like, within myself in discovering who I was and what I wanted to be and what I wanted to do with my life. But, really, what was your question? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It was one of those things where you were going on and I, I... I sometimes want to comment on stuff, but it's like, fuck, I do not want to derail him at all because he's got like, I want to hear where he's going with this, but it gets to the point where I don't even remember what we were talking about. Yeah. I just, that was just something I wanted to put out there for the universe to know, you know, I guess, I guess since we were kind of talking about spot and your whole thing down there, I mean, what were some crazy, like any crazy stories as far as like insane tricks that you saw or is it, I, I almost go both ways on this. Cause it's like, well, these pro skateboarders, they're just real people. And I'll, I'll refuse to admit that any of them skate better than my hero, Taylor Pats, who I, <laughs> I really want him to hear this because I talk how amazing I get him on this show. Yeah, I know. So everybody listening, I talk about Barriseth and shit, man. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I want them to play down here this summer for the skate comp. Hell, hell yeah. But I mean, like, we got to get Taylor Pats on on here because whether he knows it or not, Taylor Pats has been my hero since I was like mm-hmm. a wee tiny skateboarder. Yeah, and I, I, I've never really told him. He, he's probably sort of envious towards me, but I used to be very envious towards him. So I guess that's law of equivalent exchange, you know? I'll argue to death that he's still the best skateboarder I've ever seen. No offense, mm-hmm. but... He was the first one I saw with flow. He fucking rides his skateboard. Yeah. He doesn't do tricks. Not that, it, like, he does do tricks, but you get what I mean. Yeah. He rides his skateboard, and you can tell he's having fun doing it. He's just floating, man. He's just floating. But back to what you are saying, like, crazy things that I saw while I was at Spot were the things that I did. No <laughs> shit? Yeah. I- I'm sure that there's this mythical legend among pros that were there for Tampa Pro that saw me. But I skated Tampa Pro barefoot with all pros. So that's real? That's real. I thought Spencer was making that up. No, that's all real, man. <laughs> I had just rolled my ankle four days before that. Three, three maybe four days before that for the first time in my entire life skateboarding. Wow. Very first ankle roll. So did you get the shoe sponsor? No, I didn't get shit. <laughs> But still, that's rad. Is there footage of this? No, I didn't want to film it or anything. I just wanted it to be like word of mouth kind of topic of discussion. Like, yeah, there's this fucking dude. And it fucking... Da, 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 da. I, don't, I can only imagine what they say. But no, man, it was... The reason that I did it is because I, if, if you know my Instagram, I came out with this uh, Walk It Like I Talk It video where it was a Migos song, but I was skating barefoot during it. And in that same year, I ended up working and living at Skate Park of Tampa. So I had to show them basically what I said on my Instagram was speaking for itself. Yeah. Like I had had to prove that I was willing to go that far because I showed that I can do this. So I showed them 
in real time. Well, if there's one thing I know, and I'm sure you, like, gave them, like, hey, this is what's happening... I do know that you can fucking skate barefoot. Like shoe, like the shoe sponsor thing's a joke, but honestly, do you need that? No, I just make up my own shoe company. Well, I mean, do you even need shoes? Not really. Just gloves for my feet. <laughs> well, yeah, I get like the fucking Vibram Five Fingers. I'm making shoes right now, actually. No it, shit. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a really lofty process, but fuck, man. Is this breaking news? Can I put I, that as a thumbnail? Like top secret. <laughs> <laughs> they're more like uh they're more like monk slippers it's, okay it's just one solid piece of leather that you you are it's a custom foot orthotic that uh you have a mold for your entire life and if you get the mold process done for each foot you know it's 150 dollars per foot but once i have your mold you know i could make you another shoe for like 50 bucks how far along are you on this because this is the first i've heard of this well this is my own kind of thing oh kind of like it's kind of like it's like yeah i'm I'm sort of kind of working on it but not really yet because i don't have like everything in the right place that's more than i'm doing like i still gotta find the right material like that's 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 what it really comes down to it's having the right material right now i haven't found the right type of quality of leather to make things cohesively fit together as well as i'd like but the reason that i want to make these shoes is because i feel like i can go into skateboarding at a very bare bones action so I want to make a very bare bones shoe. Okay. Like as bare bones as I could get. You go ask Ryan Sheckler. He tried to crook grind that long uh, rail at spot. I came up right behind him. Crook one aid the whole thing barefoot. And switch flip, <laughs> switch flip the hip right after so, that. So you got Both to ways. show up Ryan Sheckler, oh, for yeah, lack dude. of better words. <laughs> for lack of better words. I'm sorry, Ryan. I love you, but... Ooh, you, oh my God. you know you felt that one because I was like, "Holy shit!" I felt that one. <laughs> it would it would be my dream if I got Ryan Sheckler to comment on something that I did. So if you could make that happen, <laughs> well, I'll share this to Ryan Sheckler and I'll see what he says. If you like, yeah, that fucking guy. There he is. Oh yeah, that guy with no feet. I mean, no shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, four days before that, I had my first ankle roll. <laughs> That was crazy. Oh, my God. I thought I was going to fall. I just didn't. <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm a firm believer of if it works, it works. Like, right. don't, t- like, play it off. Like, hey, I, I totally meant to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, sure, I can't really do flip grinds, but I'm still learning, you know. Yeah, it's overrated. That Midwest ground gets you. Oh, yeah. That's why I was, I came out here the last week. I was skating first time in, like, months. And I fell, and it was, like, the tiniest fall, and it was, like, oh, my God. Like, not, like, want to cry, but, like, man, cold concrete fucking hurts. It does. It really does. <laughs> it really does. Like, summer, no big deal. But it, to all everybody out in the West or desert or wherever you're at, cold concrete fucking hurts. <laughs> Especially when it's on Midwest ground, too. Like, I don't think we have the same polish on the top of the concrete because this stuff screws you up. But down in Florida, I don't think you could get cut up on the ground down there. It's just like smooth. It's just glass, man. I mean, whatever. It's just something about it. You know, while we wind things down, because we're sitting staring at the fucking skateboard. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Not skateboarding. Yeah, yeah. So we might as well do that. First, 
before we, we really wrap things up, you mentioned you're doing music. Do you want to like show us anything you're working on, or is that all secret? I, I don't have anything to show you right now. When I do you come out with something though, it's going to be at like this different perceptional level than anybody's ever imagined. Hey, that's rad right there. I mean, again, like I just dick around on my ukulele and pretend like I'm a rock star. <laughs> oh, I have no musical atrophy of my own whatsoever. This is something that I'm building within myself from a th- thought process I've been having for like three to five years. It's it's like a way of presenting it to make it completely unique within itself. And, you know, if you can do like I did in that Frank Sinatra video, but to your own music and your own lyricism, that right there is something special. But it's even more special if you push it in the right direction. And that's what it's all about right now, just pushing in the right direction, resonating in the right frequency to make people be like, oh, what is this? This is crazy. I want to see more of this. How much better can it get? Is he done yet? (laughs) (laughs) It's that same thing. It's like, I want to interrupt you, but it's like, well, I want to hear the next part. (laughs) But I guess that kind of sums up everything perfectly. Anything else you want to say before we wrap things up? I mean, God bless everybody. I hope everybody has a happy new year. You probably won't hear this for another two weeks, and it's probably going to be the next year. Yeah, but I love all of you. Behind the music, we're we're technically taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Instagram, I play skateboards, right? Yeah. Where else can anybody find you? You do Twitter or anything like that? Yeah, I do everything. I'll I'll give you some links. I don't even remember them. Yeah, that works. <laughs> just send them to me. We'll throw them in the show notes. Let everybody know. I do want to give. A huge fucking thank you to everybody that's been leaving a review on iTunes, like our most recent one from Ricky Dangerfield. I feel like that's a made-up name, but fucking thank you so much by letting us know that the podcast is super chill and it has DIY, much like skateboarding itself. That's what I've been going for. I'd love it if everybody could leave us a review because I really do appreciate that, good or bad. I want to know what I can do to make things better. And with that, we will see you next Tuesday on Wood in Your Ear. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>